Hello and welcome back to the Quiet Connections podcast. I'm Stacey. In today's episode, I had the wonderful pleasure of speaking with neuro coach, EFT therapist, and author of Happy, Joyous, and Free Love Your Life No Matter What, Melanie Yates. Mel shares with us how emotional freedom tapping could help ease social anxiety through neutralizing the pain in the emotions that can keep us stuck, such as fear, anxiety, and those feelings of unworthiness. You'll learn what EFT is, how it works, and there's even a free tapping taste session halfway through this interview so that you can have a go yourself. So be sure to stick around for that. You're also going to hear how Mel moved from a place of blame and shame in her own life to taking responsibility for her emotions, which then helped her to heal, make the changes she needed and wanted so that she could move forward and live the happy, joyous and free life she knew she deserved. And guess what? You deserve that too. So let's dive in. Hi Mel, what a joy to welcome you onto the show today. How are you doing? Fantastic. Thanks, Stacey. What an honor it is to be here with you. Great. I'm really looking forward to speaking with you today. Would you like to start by just introducing yourself and the work that you do and who and who you work with? Absolutely. I'm a neuro coach who helps train people's brains to think better so they get the results they're looking for in their lives. And so I just love spreading the news and the information that I once got that kind of changed my life forever. And I just feel so satisfied by teaching people the things that help me the most. Amazing. That's so great to hear. So, well, let's dive into your story then, shall we? And hear a little bit about, you know, your experiences in life, what brought you to this moment and, you know, what's been the biggest lesson that you've learned and and what difference has that made for you? Okay. Well, I, I would say about 10 years ago, I kind of had a turning point. So I've always been a very ambitious person. I, um, I worked at the community hospital in interventional radiology and, I loved working with patients and yet working in a hospital was very draining. Um, And I didn't have any tools to help me uh, help other people. But what kind of happened was, as I put my patients first. And so I was giving a lot to other people and to the point where I, I experienced burnout and I didn't know how to get out of this kind of whirlwind of, just going, going, going. I never felt like any, any time to just stop. And I also was married and had a baby and I was running out of options. I was using uh, work as a distraction so that I wouldn't have to think about what was really going on with me. And I was definitely using alcohol and food to kind of numb my feelings. And I definitely used blame and my marriage as an excuse that it wasn't my fault. It was his fault, so to speak. And so I really didn't have the tools to take responsibility for my feelings or my thinking or my actions. And I was in this whirlwind whirlwind of 
coping skills and survival skills. Basically, I was just trying to survive my life. And it just got to a point where it just wasn't working. I was uh, depressed. I had a, um, I had a doctor who wasn't even a therapist tell me I needed antidepressants. (laughs) And so it, to me, that was just a sign of even going to the regular doctor's office. I just broke down. I would just break down and start crying and completely had no control over my emotions. And so you know, then, so then I started taking antidepressants with alcohol and that just, it just kept getting lower and lower of how I could, how I could handle and deal with my life. And so basically I, I kind of had a, a a spiritual awakening or a spiritual solution to my problems. And, um, I think, you know, it's like those foxhole prayers, you know, like when you're really in pain, you're finally ready to, you know, um, ask for help. And, and that, and that day did come. And so, um, I, I finally basically got on my knees and asked God for help. And yet it, it was more than, um, what God was going to do for me. I mean, I needed physical help, tangible help, people help, around me. And, um, I really believe that God facilitated that and and gave me resources that could get me to a place where I am today. And so, um, I, I ended up getting a coach. Um, I had, I had been going to therapy. I'd been going to individual therapy weekly. Um, and then I started marriage counseling because, things were just so bad in my marriage and my relationships were suffering. And I really didn't think I was the problem. I really didn't see my part in any of this. So eventually I, I got a coach and I had the most success with the results changing in my life through this coach who taught me EFT tapping, who taught me visualization, who taught me how body language can change the thought patterns in my head. She gave me tools to kind of identify target thoughts, triggering thoughts that cause these emotions and these behaviors that were not suiting me. And so she also asked the right questions. She helped me uncover my own answers within me. So it wasn't like she was just telling me, oh, this is what you should do. She asked me questions about, well, if you didn't have that feeling or that thought, how would you live your life? You know, if you didn't have a husband to blame for your feelings, what would that be like? What would you do? How would you solve that problem? Um, she just got me to see another perspective and ask me questions to find the answers within. And that's what really made me want to be a coach. At first, I thought she was this like genius, like one of a kind, <laughs> talented. Like I even thought of her as like, um, you know, like maybe she had spiritual powers or some kind of um, like woo woo thing that she could like change people and fix people. And what I realized is that we all have the gift to help each other uncover answers. We all have the gift 
Um, I believe it's even a God-given gift and skill to release emotions and um, something like EFT is from Chinese medicine. It's on the same basis of acupuncture. And so anyone can learn it. It's, it's based on energy. And, uh, you know, if you believe in science, then you believe in electrons and energy. And that's basically what we're made out of. And, and um, so this, this isn't woo woo. It's, it's actually scientifically proven. And now Western medicine even uh, identifies EFT as being an incredible tool to help PTSD, to help physical pain, emotional pain. Um, it's absolutely wonderful. And so I'm just my whole goal and mission is to save as many marriages as I can to save people's body or uh, their, their jobs to save their souls, basically, because that's what I feel like my soul was on a downward spiral into the drain. I, and I really was seeking help and I wasn't getting it. And so this coach started uncovering things for me that just kind of opened the door to a whole new level. And I've just, ever since I have just, uh, I let her mentor me. I took her classes. I got certified as a, as a neuro coach and as a, uh, emotional freedom technique specialist. And, and now I've just, I've become an expert in body language and relationships and addiction because of my own experience and just wanting to help people because I really was at the end end of the line. I didn't know who else could help me. That's amazing. It sounds like you've had such such a journey and such an inspiring story there. Um, definitely sounds like you are on a mission to <laughs> help support and and nurture as as many people as possible. And likewise, I, I feel like you know my own experience has brought me to that place as well, where it's like, okay, I've been through through this experience myself now, how can I you know, give that back and help support others through that too? So I'd love to hear a little bit more about EFT in a moment, but I'm just wondering like, cause you mentioned a few times there about the feelings that were underneath some of your behaviors. Um, if you don't mind sharing, like what were some of those feelings? Like, did they relate to kind of not like feelings of not feeling good enough or feelings of unworthiness? Like what was that for you? That's a great question. I felt a lot of shame and unworthiness. I have always, well, I, I can see now that I've always struggled with not being good enough. Um, I wanted to be a prima ballerina when I was younger and my directors told me my body wasn't good enough. And so I think also organized religion had a play in teaching me I needed to be perfect to go to heaven. And that also kind of felt like I'm not good enough. And so it was kind of like, if I, if I'm not good enough, if I can never reach, you know, these expectations of other people, you know, I might as well just say, screw it. And I kind of, in a way, like lost hope or just believed that I wasn't good enough, so why even bother? Why even try? And of course, when you start having that kind of thinking, the, the, the feeling just gets more and more and the behaviors get more and more. And then that's when the shame comes in because 
now it's not just someone telling you you're not good enough. You actually start behaving not good enough. And, and in ways you thought you never would react or behave. And, and so there was this shame of who I had become and where I was at. And it was like, it kind of felt like, oh, I know better, but I didn't know there was an in-between place between loser and perfectionist, right? Because (laughs) I can relate to that, (laughs) you know, and, and that's setting myself up for failure. Perfectionist has its own problems and being a loser has its own problems. So (laughs) it's like, I was setting myself up for failure and I had these, you know, very intense feelings of shame around not being good enough. And it doesn't really matter where they come from. If they come from your parents or a teacher or religion, um, we need to get into the solution. And it's important to actually identify what the trigger is, what the target is. And we can talk about, you know, um, EFT operates on the premise that no matter what part of your life needs improvement, there are unresolved emotional issues in the way. All of us have these emotional issues. And so I really believe that beneath the emotion, there is a thought pattern or, you know, maybe you had a traumatic event happen in childhood. Maybe, um, you know, you're suffering from some kind of PTSD So it, when that happens in our lives, we start forming beliefs, belief patterns and, and a neuro pattern of thinking and that, and that creates those feelings. And then those feelings get us to make decisions and choices that definitely affect our behavior, which then we get these results that we're either happy with or not. And so that's really what why we need each other, right? Because the other part was I was trying to do this all by myself. I was trying to figure out how to be okay in the world by myself because I was so afraid. I didn't want anyone to know I was struggling. Yeah, I've been there. (laughs) So I'm putting on this facade. Yeah. You know, the facade, like everything's fine. See, I have a husband, I have a kid, I have a job, I make money, I have this car, I have this house. I, you know, it, I call it a worth trap, right? Cause mm, it's like, yeah, for sure. I'm grabbing out here because I think it's the real thing. I think it's going to fill me up with love and worth and peace and it's counterfeit. And we, we grab outside of ourselves to try to fill up this hole and, and find our identity, right? We're looking for some kind of identity so that we feel good enough and we look for love in all the wrong places is, is what I love to say. And I talk a lot about that in my book, Happy, Joyous and Free, love your life no matter what, because that's what we do. We, we fall into this worth trap that our identity is in a title, uh, the size of our dress, being married, what car we drive, how much money we make, how much we weigh, how many wrinkles I have, you know, it's just this constant, you know, and then the problem with putting our worth on people, places, and things is that they change and they can be taken from us, you know, as I, you know, um, 
my marriage was taken from me, you know, and my, that dream of being happily ever after, you know, um, as little girls, you know, we're reading these fairy tale books and it's like happily ever after. I mean, we buy into that, you know? And so it was like this death of a dream, a death of my identity of, you know, I'm attached to, I'm lovable if someone is married to me and I can show the world I'm okay because I have this person next to me. And so you take that from me and it's like, I don't know who I am. You know, I, I have a false sense of identity. I have a false sense of being good enough because if I lose my job and my identity is on how much money I make and you take that, then I don't know who I am. I don't know what to do with myself. And so we want to base our worth on a way of thinking and, and kind of it, it takes time and repetition to kind of build this new way of thinking, this, way, this new neural pathway in our brain that our worth is set. We don't earn it. We don't do anything for it. And it's certainly not outside of us. It's inside of us. and you know, whether you believe in God or not, um, the universe, there is something bigger than human beings. And so if you can look at the hope of there's something greater than ourselves and that, that, that could be the answer or just using the word love, love, the most beautiful, pure, unconditional love that, that, that you can imagine or dream up of, and that be the thing that we get our true identity from, you know, I mean, we, we were created and we were born here. Um, and just believing that we do have a purpose and we do have a plan and that the universe is for us, that God is for us. It's not about, um, you know, not being good enough and think about what we do, when we don't feel good enough, you know, we can't, we can't really perform to our potential. We can't really love one another. You know, we're so, you know, self centered in our own fear that I can't really give to other people. Yeah, absolutely agree with what you're saying there. Let's hear a little bit more about like EFT because you've mentioned that a few times now. And for anyone who's maybe listening who isn't aware of what EFT is, um, could you share a little bit around you know what is the technique of EFT and how like how can we use it to to help ourselves? Okay, so EFT is a way to neutralize negative emotions. So what we do is you always want to figure out what the target is. So let's just use um, stress because we all have um, stress in our lives and it shows up in different ways. So it could be physical pain. It could be um, emotional pain. It could be an addiction. It could be um, a mental or a mental health issue, right? So the the great news is that EFT helps improve the way you feel about yourself. It gets rid of limiting beliefs. It helps you work through past traumas. Um, 
it helps you move on from things that are holding you back. So the whole goal of tapping is to realign the body, mind, and spirit in order to let go of these negative emotions and the tension that they cause. So what is EFT? So we focus on the stress and the challenge. So we actually tap on meridians of the body to peel those layers away of chronic stress. So meridians are paths through which energy known as chi flows. So just like acupuncture, there's they put the needles in meridians to improve the flow of energy in our body. So just like we have a physical body, we have an energy body. So in Western medicine, the blood flow is our circulation. And <clears throat> so the, the heart pumps bloods out through the arteries and then the veins bring it back. So there's this, this flow of blood that feeds our organs and keeps us alive and keeps our body functioning, our physical body functioning. And so Chinese medicine works on the energy body. And so they, they, if you've ever heard of, um, you know, chakras, that's, that's an energy system. And, you know, you don't have to believe in, um, you know, these different concepts and it's, it's, uh, I'm a very scientific mind. So just hang in there. If you think I'm talking woo woo, this is really, it, well, the thing is it works. And sometimes you can't even <clears throat> for a scientific brain or a logical brain, like mine, you almost have to just see to believe. And that's one of the things that I absolutely love about EFT because it is a tangible way to see the intensity of a feeling go down in a matter of minutes. And so one of the key components of tapping is to rate the intensity of the feeling. So right now I'm just going to, we'll just do a little, I think, you know, um, talking about it and kind of going through just like a three minute session is going to um, help anyone understand. Okay. And I think, um, so Stacy, what I want you to do right now is rate the intensity of stress in your life from a one to 10, 10 being you got a lot going on. I'm stressed to one. You're pretty much at peace. I feel like right now in my life, I'm, I'm probably about four. My, my, I, yeah, my, my life feels okay at the moment, but I definitely have moments of 10. <laughs> um, actually, could I pick one that I, something that I do actually feel quite anxious about at the moment okay, yes. that I still haven't worked through. Um, okay. So uh, his, it's around social media and like uh, on my personal accounts in terms of me actually sharing aspects of, of my personal life on, on social media. I seem to have quite a big block around that, but it's something that I'd like to kind of work through. But when I think about sharing, um, you know, certain things on, on social media, levels of like anxiety tend to increase. So I would probably say that that's around about an eight for me at the okay. moment. So that, that seems like a good target. one to work on. <laughs> so um, sometimes I use the word anxious and stress interchangeably. So mm -hmm. let's just for this, so that we can include more people with where they could be on the, on the scale. And it's nice to have something like an eight so that we have more room to go down. So yeah. usually, um, so we'll just, we'll, 
I want everyone to come up with a number and have a target of what they're stressed or anxious about from a one to 10. In this next part, Mel is about to share the free EFT taster session with you. Please take a moment to bring to your awareness either a specific situation you would like to feel more at peace with or a general sense of how you're feeling right now and rate the level of anxiety or stress from one to 10. Please do pause at this podcast if you need more time. Follow along with Mel's instructions of where to tap and repeat out loud what she says. This tap and sequence lasts for roughly seven minutes, so please ensure you have the time and space to complete it and bookmark this episode to come back to this session whenever it would be helpful for you. Before we start, a disclaimer. This session is provided for informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for working individually with a professional who understands your personal circumstances. For tailored EFT sessions in a secure environment, please do reach out to Mel to discuss. So we have our numbers right now. And then what we're going to do is we're going to tap on the side of the hand um, by the pinky finger. And you're going to repeat after me. So I'll say it first and then you'll come um, you'll come behind me like, you know, Simon Says kind of thing. But I'm not going to say Simon Says. (laughs) We'll just do follow the leader, right? Amazing. Okay. Okay. So um, tapping on the side of your pinky finger, I call it the karate chop point. Even though I feel anxious, I'm willing to accept my feelings Even though I feel so anxious and stressed, I'm willing to accept all of my feelings right now. Even though I feel stressed and anxious, I'm ready to let it go. Okay, on the eyebrow, you're gonna tap above the eyebrow. Repeat after me in your mind or out loud for those that are listening. I've come so far using my own tools for anxiety and stress. And you're going to tap on the side of your eye. I use stress to motivate me and make excuses. Then you're going to go under the eye, tapping softly and gently. I thought I could stress myself into good results. Then you're going to tap under your nose. Now I can see this stress journey isn't working. Under your mouth. I can see I would be so much better without all this stress.
then on your collarbone. It's hard to value myself with all this stress. Then you're gonna move under your arm, like right under your armpit on the side of your body, tapping with your hand. I wonder if I could let go of all this stress. Then you're gonna tap on the top of your head. Could I accept myself just the way I am? Okay, back to that eyebrow. The easier it is to take care of myself, the better I perform. On the side of your eye, I release the need to do things perfectly. Then under your eye, I focus on the next best choice. Then underneath your nose. This is about more than just being stressed right now. Under your mouth. It's about knowing I'm worth the effort. It's about seeing my value as a person. On your collarbone. Knowing I am worthy of peace. Underneath your arm, it might not always be easy. On the top of your head. But it does feel good to choose me. Above your eyebrow. And maybe this is easier than I thought. The side of your eye to let go of this stress. Underneath your eye, I'm ready to let go of this stress. Underneath your nose, my new normal is letting go. under your mouth because every healthy choice is an act of gratitude. Um, on your collarbone, there is no finish line. Under your arm, I have this body in mind for the rest of my life. on the top of your head. I can see that stress isn't helping. I'm ready to commit to taking care of my body. Okay, on your eyebrow. Through loving thoughts, I can let go of this stress.
on the side of your eye. I show my body and mind more love. Under your eye. I release this pressure and stress. Under your nose. I release and feel good now. I release and feel good now. Under your mouth, I am free to feel peace. Under your arm, I celebrate every choice I make. On the top of your head, it feels good to choose me. I got this. Okay, deep breath in. Okay. Isn't it? So right now, Stacy, right from, and I want you to think about putting yourself out there on the internet. And I want you to think of how anxious or stress that feels to really put yourself out there for everyone to judge you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it feels like a three now because like that, that's such a lovely way, I think, to take you through that kind of like self-compassion as well of like accepting and validating the feelings that you started with and then moving into that place of like worthiness. And I just, I love that line of I I choose me. (laughs) I choose me. Isn't that great? (laughs) And yet they've figured out that affirmations by themselves don't always work. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been so many amazing books about affirmations and I'm not saying that they don't work. It's just, I've found that through neuroplasticity, which means changing the brain, the brain chemistry and the brain's way of thinking and the neural pathways, that the more senses we turn on, visual, auditory, verbal, um, tapping is a body language, we're touching, smell, anytime we can turn on more senses in the brain, we get a quicker result because more synapses are firing to build a neural pathway, to build a better way of thinking. And so there's just been so many amazing studies about EFT working as far as lowering physical pain, lowering PTSD, lowering and actually curing PTSD. They've proven that six sessions, which would be like six hours of uh, tapping with war veterans, that there's a tangible difference, sustainable difference in their post-traumatic pain. And I just love that. I've had clients that have um, gotten over phobias where Uh, My favorite one was a gal who was in our Coast Guard and she had a phobia of water after her experience as being in the Coast Guard and seeing death and drownings and rescuing bodies and uh, talk about a stressful, uh, high impact kind of profession. Um, She couldn't even watch 
Pirates of the Caribbean. It was so, you know, she would get a panic attack, you know? And so through tapping, that is completely gone and it's stayed. It's, um, you're, you're able to quiet the nervous system so that your brain can actually see the facts. Cause what happens in our brain is, you know, there's an event and it's like the, the thoughts and the feelings and the experience get tangled up together and, and we can't isolate anything cause we just see it as, as one big cloud or one big event. So what we, what we do with tapping is kind of pull out the emotion so that we can treat the emotion and then we have the information and the facts so that we can actually see the experience for was it for what it is without being triggered because it's that triggering that causes a panic attack that causes depression that causes i'm not getting out of bed today or i'm going to go eat a whole cake or you know then you know we start using addiction to help us cope right so that's that's the beauty of this is such a simple way to calm the nervous system and help us make better choices. Because once we're triggered, it's really hard to make a different choice. Or mm -hmm. once we have a panic attack, it's really hard. We're already in it. Our body is has its own, it's taken over. It's almost, we don't have control. Yeah. And would you say that EFT would be really helpful for someone experiencing social anxiety as well? Absolutely. Yeah. There's basically the cool thing about, um, you know, uh, the goal with tapping is to realign the body, mind, and spirit in order to let go of these negative emotions and the tense tension they cause, right? These even negative thoughts cause that tension, that anxiety. I mean, that's why pharmaceutical companies are doing so well with sleep medication, anxiety medication, panic disorders, you know, depression. Um, we're and and we're putting labels and identifying ourselves with mental health illness. And drugs are really what I've seen as the main solution. Okay, you can't sleep, take this. You're depressed, take this. And and I have uh, I have no problem with medications. Um, I have my own diagnosis and I, I do take medications to deal with mental illness and I get to use these tools as well. And I think one without the other wouldn't work as good only on medication. I think I would still have a lot of trouble. It's not enough to actually get the results I've been looking for. Mm -hmm. And so with, with tapping and and having um, a coach, because a coach is someone that has your best interest in mind and that gets you results. And so I think anyone can kind of see how having a coach is kind of like accountability. Like that's why you need a coach when you go to the gym, you know, have a personal trainer. It's like they're there to get you results, you know, and um, so not doing it alone is another thing too. I think a lot of us try to do it alone. And I know that I was trying to do it alone and I was trying to get myself out of this depression and anger and, and addiction. I was, I was trying to figure out how can I do this by myself? And 
it just really helped having the accountability and somebody there getting me results that I wasn't able to get by myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And likewise, I had a coach um, and went through coaching when I was also training to be a coach. So (laughs) I completely agree that like, you know, we absolutely need other people to support us through these challenges. And it's so much easier when you do have that person who's like totally got your back and can ask you those really important questions that help you to reflect inwards and and really see your true self again. So absolutely amazing. So Mel, you have shared so, so much valuable information with us today. And thank you so much for sharing a, a free little mini tapping session as well. That's absolutely amazing. Um, you mentioned earlier as well that you have um, a free gift for, for our listeners today. Would you like to share a little bit about what that is and how they can access that? Yes, I wanted to give you a free gift. So it's coachmelaniefreegift.com. And what that is, is basically a way to give people hope. I really love spreading hope. And, you know, I think um, we all have to take responsibility for training our brain to think better. So we want to reprogram our our response in life. If, If you don't like the results you're getting, it's once we can take responsibility for our part of why we're not getting what we want, That's what the free gift is all about. It basically is five short videos. So you can, you know, watch them um, all at once, or you can break it down and watch one a week or one a month, or maybe just one. (laughs) And it just kind of opens the door to reprogramming your brain. And I give small little ways to, um, you know, how to visualize your result, how to use body language to get your result, how to write and question your thoughts to get your results. So it's just, it's just my way of giving back and giving information that was so valuable to me that has helped me really achieve dreams that I never thought I was capable of. Amazing. Oh, that's so very generous and it sounds absolutely amazing. So thank you so much. So just to finish up with, um, if you had a message that you would send back to your younger self, what would you like to say? don't give up because we all are going to have pain and challenge and hardships and life is always going to show up and it might not always be the way you wanted it to show up. And I can look back at my younger self and just, just hang in there. Just don't give up because there's always hope. And whether you get hope from, you know, Stacy's amazing podcast or, you know, um, I really believe that the universe wants us to experience joy and happiness and freedom. And I, I really believe that by fixing the way we look at the world, when we believe the world is safe and for us and loves us, we just, we feel better and we can do more to actually be who we were made to be and live up to our potential. And so To me, it always starts from the thoughts and those thoughts create the feeling and behavior and the results. So it's always going back to taking responsibility for our brain and the thoughts that are coming out of that. And if you do nothing, you're going to, you're going to be in trouble because 
our brain naturally goes to a pessimistic, critical um, point of view. And that's why, you know, I don't feel good enough comes up so much mm. because our mind is self-critical. It's actually programmed to be self-critical. So if you don't do anything about that, we, we are going to be miserable. We are going to need drugs to help us get out of depression and anxiety and social problems. And um, so that's, that is what I want to spread. I want to spread the hope that there is a solution out there and that you don't have to do it alone. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are on the same page there. <laughs> absolutely. We are so much better together, aren't we? And there are so many ways that, that we can you know, approach these challenges and, and these struggles and, and work through them. And there is always light at the end of the tunnel. So Thank you so, so much, Mal. It has been amazing listening to you and hearing your story. I know there are a million valuable insights and tips that you shared with us today. So thank you so much. And if anyone else wants to reach out to you, where, where could they find you? Happyjoyousandfree.org. Um, that's my website. And I'm, I'm available for consulting, for coaching, for speaking engagements. I love talking to high school students and empowering them with ways I think, especially our young people are having a lot more social anxiety and um, our schools are getting back uh, to meeting in person. And I think when you've taken them to kind of isolating for as long as they have and coming back and trying to get along and make friends, it, it's there's a lot of anxiety. And so I, I want to help people um, make that easier. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Stacey. It was an honor to meet you and be a part of your podcast. It was an honor to have you on. <laughs> Lovely. Thanks, Mel. Wonderful. Thanks for listening. So to claim your free gift or to get in contact with Mel, please visit happyjoyousandfree.org. Remember to join our free online community to connect with other like-minded people walking this same path to quiet confidence. Head on over to quietconnections.co.uk for more info. You can find all the links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes. And it's been a pleasure. Please do tune in next week or catch up on a past episode. And in the meantime, stay connected.